Hey, what's happening? This is Tim Foreman. I'm Chad Butler. My name is John. We are Switchfoot, and you're hanging out with us and Rob right here on Front Row Live. I've been wanting to talk to you guys for the longest time. Uh, just to kind of go back in time, to write Love in Our Arms is how I got to know about the band. Uh, they introduced me. I did a lot of, during the Warp Tour, I did a lot of stints with them. And that's how I found out about you guys, because you guys were everywhere. Uh, any little flyer, any little bookmark, I saw Switchfoot. And it's, a, it's kind of a cool uh, full circle moment now that we get to talk. And there's a 20th anniversary of this incredible album, which was also the first album that introduced me to the band. So uh, as we talk about this album, The Beautiful Letdown, it was everywhere. We heard you guys everywhere. But yet this album was not that easy to create. Um, and there was a lot of turmoil during it. What would you say was like the biggest challenge during the creative process of this album? It's funny. Um, first of all, I love Jamie Torkowski. Um, Amazing guy. We just uh, put out a poster that <laughs> we were showing him, and he caught something. He was like, "Hey, it he says." Found a typo. <laughs> yeah, he found a typo. He's like, "Hey, um, it says 19th anniversary. It's, it's, it should say 20th." <laughs> so Jamie, still a dear friend of ours. Amazing. We love him. Um, yeah. So this record was wild. Um, creating it was pretty quick. We spent a lot of time down at um, San Diego kind of gearing up for it. And then two weeks later, up here in L.A. with John Fields, we, you know, created and mixed the record really fast. The The troubles came when um, right before the record was just about to be launched, the label we were signed to uh, dropped us and told us that That's we didn't have any good think. songs. <laughs> and so we thought, oh, no, we had kind of had to figure it out for ourselves, you know, do we believe in these songs or not, you know, and is it worth really fighting for them? And we were like, yeah, let's go. Let's give it a shot. And um, 20 years later, we're thankful we did. That's insane to think that, you know, anyone didn't like anything about the band or didn't believe in the band or didn't think the music was right. Because I feel like to this day, I feel like every track on this record is very timeless. Um, during that creative process, the writing process, you mentioned it was a quick it was a basically a quick creation process for the album. What really kickstarted this album? What was the initial lyric or the, the initial song that kickstarted it? Well, we kind of went into the studio with the idea that this would be our last record we, we would ever make. You know, we'd, we'd made three records. Um, we knew most of the bands we knew were like, they'd make two. So we'd already <laughs> succeeded. We made three, you know? Yeah. And, you know, super thankful for all of it. Um, but Chad had just had a kid. John and I had dropped out of college and you're thinking, okay, is it time to go back to school? What's next? Um, so we were like, okay, if we got one record left in us, what does it sound like? And we made that record. That's crazy. And John Fields came into play at the time. John Fields was just another producer. It wasn't a big yeah. name like we hear today. Uh, do you guys feel that you both learned something from him during this process and also like taught him something during that process, especially like for you with drums, uh, Chad? He was amazing to work with. He is so quick. You know, he just wanted to get right to the next thing, the next thing, and had a, a lot of ideas. And I think it really worked well because we were young and excited. And, yeah. And it, it kind of matched the energy that we brought to the studio at the same time. I remember literally running from thing to thing. <laughs> and I love that. I, I think that ideas have a shelf life. So to get it out quick yeah. is part of the joy of, of recording music. It's funny that you mentioned that because when I listen to some of the songs, Meant to Live being one of them, um, it's, I feel like it's such a 
tough song to sing. Uh, I feel like it, it, you're constantly up in that higher register. I don't know if that's what it is to you, but when I listen to it, I'm like, damn, that, that is high. <laughs> like, I, there's no way that I can sing it like that, let alone recording, you know, the rest of the album, let alone performing it on, on stage. Uh, did you feel any of that during that recording process? Like this, this track or any of the tracks like are really tough. It's too high. It's like, what was that like? I think, you know, on the road, um, we would do 13 in a row, 14 in a row. And th those are where you start to feel it when you don't have any <laughs> sleep and you're like, Oh, let's, let's see if I got it. <laughs> it's like a, I always equate it to, it's like a, an instrument, right? Your voice, but some nights you have less frets than others, you know? So it, it is like sleep and water. And sometimes when you don't have sleep, it's hard to, harder to, to hit the high notes. I remember that. I will say that was one of the, um, the, the fun things about re-recording the album yeah. is, uh, I, I think John's voice has, he, he's really grown with him, yeah, you know, absolutely. and he's been singing these songs for 20 years. <laughs> So uh, I think the vocal delivery on this re-recorded version of the album is top notch. You yeah, know, finally got evolution. it. Yeah, I finally got it right. <laughs> what was take me into the studio? You guys going back in to re-record this album? Um, did you guys want like? Did you guys come in with the idea of like let's change things up, or did you guys want to do minimal as possible, or like how did you guys feel about this process? We explored a few different things. We we um, we were kind of we had a couple test case songs where mm -hmm. we would chase down like how do we want to do this um do we want to just go note for note or do we want to take it into a new spot and we found s somewhere in the middle i think closer to the way it was originally because i think there's something about um kind of almost diving into the way the world was mm -hmm. and trying to un unpack what you did that we found enjoyable at the time um and then, you know, let's make new songs that go different places. But yeah, it was so fun to, to dive into these songs and, um, and kind of relive them, you know. And, and for us, this record, making it for ourselves and kind of no, uh, no drama between us and the old record label, but making it for us and for all yeah. the people who supported us all these years, it just felt really uh, fitting. Talk to me about the drums. Um, did you want to go back in there and get crazy with them just because you've, you've evolved as a drummer over the years and you've, you know, obviously so much better than you were when you first recorded this album. How did you keep yourself humble to kind of keep it to that same kind of tone of this record? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I did uh, have a couple moments listening back to the original tracks where I, I remembered things like, Oh, I've changed the way I play it now, you know, 20 years of playing it every night. So there, there were moments where I had to kind of relearn some of the original parts. <laughs> and, and then there's a couple moments where we went with the more updated version of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, so it's a hybrid. And yeah, I think we, we all had those moments. It was kind of like holding hands with the past and <laughs> relearning things that you'd forgotten along the way. And then also speaking into the past with some things you've learned along the way, you know. You guys haven't played this album in its entirety yet. So Never. I'm sure some of these songs didn't even get to be performed anywhere, right? Like going back to these songs, was it hard to get back into that groove of like either the finger picking, the, the bass of, you know, like, did you remember these songs? I think the funny thing was there's some things that you do in the studio that just happen really quickly, spontaneous, idiosyncratic <laughs> things that you, you do. And uh, there's one kind of spoken word 
thing at the end of a song called gone mm-hmm. and i just it was very spontaneous free flowing had a couple words written on a piece of paper and just spoke through it and trying to get back into that headspace uh to re-record was <laughs> like i don't have the paper i'm not sure but yeah trying to channel the past very strange we've we've lived two decades since the album dropped and you know obviously so much has changed around the world experiences so much has changed in the music industry when you listen to these songs the original album did they have the same meaning coming into this this new uh re-recorded version our version uh the same meaning no you know i'm not the same person and i think we've uh these songs have been on a journey with us for so the same meaning no i um if anything more meaning you know i think there's songs that that hit me differently than they did 20 years ago. And even a song like, like dare you to move, um, that we've played as many times as any song that we've written, you know, um, it, it means something different to me, especially now that we've kind of sung this song alongside people all over the world. Um, it's, it's very motivating to kind of carry those stories with us. I think one other thing that is beautiful about this record, um, We've got a lot of friends, musicians, songwriters that got huge with a song that they wrote about a girl that they don't even know anymore, (laughs) that they broke up with or whatever it is. And um, I feel really thankful that these songs are filled with questions and longings and and um, purpose that I still can relate to. Like so many things have changed, but the heartbeat of these songs still feels like something I can sing and mean it. And so I, I really feel thankful for that. And that's why I feel like there's, it's so timeless. Uh, I remember when this, I mean, not when this album dropped because I, I found out about you guys a little bit later, but I remember, you know, I, on Fridays during my college days, I would drive to Santa Barbara um, for Fridays and I would come back same night. And like, that's the album that was playing the entire time. And I would remember like singing to the top of my lungs with these songs because it's like, I felt it like I'm getting chills talking about it, but it's like, for you, the writer or even the performers of this track, do you get that kind of emotion when you guys are recording it or even performing it live? I'll always remember when we first played Dare to Move together. It was in our parents. Uh, they have this like little side room that didn't really get used much. And um, and so we set up in there and we were practicing. It was tiny, you know, and no air conditioning. It was middle of summer, super hot. We were sweating. Shirts were off at that point. You know, you're just dripping. And um, we were playing through the songs and John was like, Hey, let's, let's try that new one. And we, I, you know, by the end of it, I just remember like I, I had tears in my eyes. It was just kind of like one of those moments that you never forget, yeah. you know? And, um, and there's still moments, like, like I, I was saying earlier that, that when we play that song, that it still impacts me like that. Um, usually through the eyes of someone else, you know, where you're, you're singing it on stage and you see someone in the crowd mm-hmm. where that's their song. And there's no better feeling than that kind of connectivity through through a song that's been meaningful to you to see that it's been that way for someone else too. Yeah. What would you say was a precious moment during the re-recording process of this album? Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of laughter. Yeah. I mean, it it was a very strange thing, diving into the past and bringing it into the the present. Um, I think the the biggest thing that I I was feeling the entire time was gratitude Mm. you know um i'm thankful for every part of our story i'm even thankful that we got dropped you know like i feel like um 
it's filled with such gratitude uh, singing these songs and thinking, wow, so much has happened since the first time we recorded this. You had, uh, you had, ju you just had a kid during that process. And, you know, for you, why did you feel like you still wanted to move forward with, with the band, no matter what, you know, was going down? We forced him in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know, John mentioned that, you know, we're thankful for that experience because I think it really galvanized us mm -hmm. as, as brothers and as a band just gave us a, a real moment to, to say, is this worth it? Cause we're devoting a lot to yeah. going on tour and pushing these songs and making sure people get to hear these songs, especially when we got dropped. So we had no support. You know, we, we ended up out in a couple minivans touring around the country, <laughs> driving through the snow, playing these little tiny clubs. Uh, but it was, it was so amazing to see people connect with the music and to sing with us. And I'll never forget that moment. I mean, that tour, getting this album off the ground was one of the best we've ever done. Moving forward after this album was released, you still worked with John Fields over the next two or three records, I believe. That evolution process between those albums, how did you feel that that chemistry kind of changed in the studio with John? Yeah, we learned so much from Fields. He is still such a dear friend to us. And... Um, I think, you know, every time you embark on a new album, you're hoping to create something beautiful and lasting, but you're also hoping to learn. Mm. And he absolutely was one of those people that taught us so much along the way. Now, this album, by the time you guys watch it, this album will be already out May 5th. And then you guys are just announced the 20th anniversary tour, which will finally get the full album. Yes. Live. Start to finish. Uh, start to finish. So one, what can we look forward to on, on that? Like, do you guys feel like that's going to be a challenge for yourselves to to, to perform this song, this album live. And two, like, what are you guys most excited about? I'm excited to be singing these songs together. <laughs> um, I think music for me is a communal experience where uh, there is no hierarchy in the room. You know, um, we're always trying to break down the barrier between the stage and the crowd and um, give people the mic. And so I feel like this, this uh, will be one big family sing along, you know, and, and I'm so excited for that. I'm also excited to kind of uh, take people on a journey throughout the evening, mm -hmm. you know, um, though the set list, we change our set list every night. So this will be a rare thing <laughs> to actually be like, well, no, there's your set list. You, you know what the album is, but I still think we can find twists and turns within those songs to go new places every night. Would you, do you feel like that would be a challenge to kind of navigate between those songs just because this is uh, there's already a theme of the record or, or there's yeah. like a storyline of the album compared to like going back and forth from different eras or different like records. Well, I think sticking to a set list has always been a challenge for us. We never follow <laughs> our set list, you know? Um, but I, you know, I, we love the chaos of live music yeah. and the, that anything is possible. Anything can happen. And I still have that expectation, even knowing the first 11 or 12 songs that we play every night, <laughs> There's still going to be the unknown things that happen and the crowd moments the, that happen along the way. That um, That's why we love doing this every single night. Awesome, guys. Well, I'm excited that we finally got to hang out. Yeah. I'm excited for this upcoming tour. Congratulations with the 20th anniversary of this album. Congratulations with 27 years of Switchfoot. Like, that's insane to think that, you know, like, you guys were one of the original artists that were on MTV, were, like, not just the radio and today like that's really not it's unheard of like people don't really go on mtv because it's not there yeah. so <laughs> but like 
being able to say that you've kind of like gone through almost three decades of this music industry must be amazing. Like, what would you say has been the biggest moment throughout these three decades for individually or as a band? I mean, I think our favorite thing that we've been able to do is, uh, our proudest moment isn't like winning a Grammy or, or like platinum records or anything, but we do this event called the Switchfoot Bro-Am that raises money for homeless and at-risk kids in our hometown and it's our 19th year doing it so that is that's probably the thing that i'm the most proud of i'm not going to speak for everybody but yeah (laughs) that's the thing i'm I'm most proud of i mean how do i top that (laughs) it'll almost be selfish right yeah well this one time (laughs) well guys thank you so much for hanging out i will catch you guys on tour you guys kick off in august and closing it out at the will turn yes right here in la excited for that Thanks for hanging out. Before we do close out, um, one of my favorite songs that is still very timeless um, has an incredible lyric on it. And it goes, and I would love for you to answer the question to this lyric. And it's, this is your life. Are you who you want to be? I think the answer to that question has to always be no, right? That's the whole point is you're on this journey. And um, no, of course I'm not the person I want to (laughs) be. same for the two of you yeah i think like maybe when i wrote it i might have been uh proud and audacious and dumb enough to think (laughs) maybe i'm closer to yes and now i'm i know more about myself in the world to say with all honesty yeah i've got a long way to go i'm i'm uh, not there yet so that that is (laughs) i think that, that is that is one of those songs that has grown up in a good way. Yeah. What about for you? I, I agree with these two guys. And you have a pretty good voice. I got nervous. <laughs> I got nervous. I wanted to try and hit it high, but no, I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm dropping it. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm honored that we could accompany you to, to Santa Barbara for all those road yes, trips. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for creating the music that you guys do. I'll, like I said, I will catch you guys at the Will Turn. You guys, be sure to check out um, Switchfoot's new re-recording of the amazing album, Beautiful Let Down, our version. It's out now, and uh, thanks for watching here on From Alive. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.